You're listening to the Manhattan Fox Hour. This month's episode, Field of Dreams, with your hosts, Pearl Manhattan and Cricket Fox. Good morning from Adelaide. Hi, it's Cricket here. And this is Pearl from Seattle, Washington. Good evening. Welcome to the Manhattan, Manhattan Fox, Fox Hour. Hour. By the way, if you hear some whistling in the background, I'm in the middle of a winter windstorm. So if you think you're hearing things, you probably aren't. So I wish I could block it out, but um, um, it is winter over in Adelaide, isn't it? It is, and it's cold, wet, miserable. Luckily, I do not have to deal with snow. Thank you. Thank goodness. Yeah, that would be, well, you're kind of coastal there where you are. Yeah, so we don't have wind chill, but the higher ups got snow. Oh, that's terrible. So, yeah, but that's tea time. So, Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about Dean and the Live Place. Dean and the Live Place. Special thanks tonight to Dean over at the Live Place. The Live Place is your spot for family-friendly live streaming on YouTube. We have live streamers on the live place, over 130, I think he said last time. And in every topic you can imagine, theme parks, RV and travel, cruises, crafts, cooking, you name it, there's somebody live streaming about it. Lots of community. Uh, We're all a big community, one big happy family. And uh, go check out theliveplace.com. You won't be disappointed. And tell them Manhattan Fox sent you. Also, we'd like to thank two people who've been very influential in our YouTube journey, Cricket and I. We met because of these two YouTubers. And we've received nothing but encouragement from them. The first one is Pete McDevitt. Pete McDevitt's show, he streams baseball. He's, well, he's, he, he, uh, baseball discussion streams about the games. He does football. He also does Disney. It's a wonderful community in his chaos clubhouse. Go check out the Pete McDevitt show on YouTube. Uh, so many awesome people there. He is the godfather of our Disney YouTube community, our little community. And he, he, he says no, he's not, but he actually is. So he is. We um, none of us would be together if it wasn't for Pete. Exactly. And the other person who means so much to us is Jeff Dolip Dad. Uh, Dolip Dad runs a show on Sunday nights called Creator Talk, and he's just expanded into a Facebook group. Uh, it's another wonderful community that Cricket and I are both a part of, and Jeff has been nothing but encouraging to us and supportive of us. And so we wanted to especially thank those two people. Uh, they mean the world to us. Go check them both out. Dole Whip Dad on YouTube and the Pete McDevitt Show on YouTube. I believe the links are down below. So let me get back to the main screen. And I'm going to show your video clip. Okay. Okay. Go for it.
to say, Cricket, that is such a nice little slideshow. I really enjoyed that. I love the I pictures. I didn't mean to double up on Fenway Park there, but I didn't catch that till after I was in final production of it. You so. know, it just, it's a great little slideshow. You're really good at that. I enjoy that. One of the scenes reminded me, though, I went on Google Maps to uh, the Field of Dreams on Google Maps. And if you do the street view, you take the little person, you know, and you drop them down, you can actually walk around that diamond. Yes on google maps and you can walk up and stand on the front porch right next to the swing too and uh it was it was very special to be able to do that not knowing when i might be able to get to wow everybody's oh, oh the dodgers are playing tonight that's what pete's got going tonight so if you uh if you want to watch the Do well you want to talk about the dodgers game and get a live play-by-play -play, uh do check out pete mcdevitt um we would be recognizing the chat right now, uh, but nobody said hi, and that's fine. Uh, that's we love, right. And we love our replay viewers, too. If you're watching this on the replay, please has, make sure to... Hashtag us replay squad so we know you've checked us out. Exactly. And leave us a little comment. Just say hi. We love our replay viewers. This is a really busy night tonight. I've gotten a lot of notifications. A lot of people are live tonight. And um, I know, let's see, Living in Diz, which we'll they're, talk about them later on tonight. They're in the parks and they're doing Happily Ever After here in a few minutes. Yep. And um, Pete's getting ready to call a ball game, Dodgers and Giants. So that's it's usually a fairly good matchup. And that should be a good game. But we are here to talk about the field of dreams. So I uh, what does your field of dreams look like? My field of dreams? Yeah. Right now, it looks like Walt Disney World, because in three <laughs> weeks I will be there. So yeah. <laughs> what does your field of dreams look like? Do you know I didn't my field of dreams look a lot looks like being able to fly, being able to come for a visit, you know, being able to go to Dwyer, Iowa and stand on that front porch, you know, and well, to I, be able to sit down and uh, with you in person. and You and I both know because uh, we've both made dreams come true in the past and i'm making one come true in just three weeks i i won't keep talking about that i promise but um you can make anything happen if you build it you will come you will come that's the key there that's the key remember that if you build it he will come i did some research when we first started talking about doing this show and I had always believed and heard other people say it was, if you build it, they will come. And there's a big controversy online, people talking about the Mandela effect, talking about we've slipped into an alternate reality and they've changed the movie and everything. But no, if you go back to the very beginning when the director was talking about this movie and everyone else, they make it very clear. If you build it, he will come. And even, that, he, yeah, even Ray Loyola corrects 
corrects it if you if you remember there at the end mm -hmm. because he makes that that's his last line before he walks into the into the court yeah and the 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 whole plot of the movie lasts around that line he will come i don't want to give away the whole plot of the movie but that that's the whole plot of the movie it's we want, we want, we them. want you guys. I, I know it was, um, it was made in 1989. It was a little unknown movie about a cornfield turned into a place where dreams come true. Build of Dreams became the sleepy hit that year. James Horner wrote the score to that. And apparently this got made after he passed away because I thought the dates weren't quite right. But James Horner also wrote Titanic, Apollo 13, and Avatar, just to name a few. Excellent so, composer. Because those are all fantastic scores. And, um, you know, score writing for a movie takes a certain type of person, depending on the movie. And you have to, I, for the things that I've written scores for, you have to be invested emotionally into uh, the the movie, the plot, the story, it's got to mean something to you or it doesn't come across. Imagine if John Williams wrote the scores to all the movies. Um, they would all sound the same. Yeah. Uh, so props to uh, Mr. Horner. He yeah, did a I beautiful job with this score. He, he did. Speaking of a quick little John Williams story, I was watching a clip the other day just uh, orchestra rehearsing and all of a sudden it was a complete setup. The trombones and the tuba were featured in this piece, but they started hey good morning, Dre. Um they started playing um the march. Yeah. They started <laughs> playing the march, which just literally cracked everybody up. Yeah. So stop. Great to see Sorry. you, Dre. So glad that you're here. My, Welcome that was, in. My, that was my heat timer. Bear with me here just a sec. All right. Well, I will talk while she's gone. Hello, Dre. Good to see you. Welcome in. Yes, the Field of Dreams. Um, I hadn't seen it in a long time, and then Cricket suggested we, we do this show and uh, rediscovered it all over again. Okay. Speaking of John Williams, let's just segue into who my favorite character in the whole thing was. Well, we just talked about him related to Star Wars. So I'm going to show you my favorite character. Give me a second here with the technical. Of course, my favorite character is going to be Darth Vader. <laughs> James Earl Jones, who played Terrence Mann uh, in Field of Dreams, uh, he was a reporter. That and the the reason he's my favorite character is he supported and believed in the dream of this park. He was, I think, he was more emotionally invested in it than any other character. In the whole, the whole movie. Who? 
Car keys here. Oh, Karki. Hi, my chat is very late. Hi, Karki. Well, you deserve to be in bed. I've been seeing those vacation pictures. Man, y'all were party busy. animal. Yeah, you are a wild party animal. You get some rest, but I'm glad you're here. Good to see you. Um, the, but the, the the scene, I, and I don't want to take away your thunder, but the scene that got me, and the first time I saw it, gave me chills, was when Ray turned the van around, and there he stands. There, Mr. Jones stands, and he goes, Moonlight Graham. And that he all of a sudden, as far-fetched as it sounded, you know. Yeah. And uh, when when they're in the stands, and he looks over and says, "Did you did you see that? You know? And uh, you you know what we have to do? Where are we going? We're, we're Fenway Park. You know? Uh, he was just he from that minute on, he was so on board. And the inspirational speeches that he makes in that movie that uh, James Earl Jones' character does, they." have become timeless like everything else that James Earl Jones does they've become timeless and they get played in all sorts of situations the writing for this movie was just phenomenal hey, Dave Pearl, Houston Dave Houston welcome in tonight it's great to see you thanks for coming one of the best sports movies ever made i would have to agree i only i think a league of their own is better but not by much. They're they're right there next to each other. But um, yeah, everything James Earl Jones touches turns to gold, and uh, I I just I loved his pushing, pushing and pushing, saying you know no, we'll keep keep going. And every time the I can't remember the lead character's name now, it just totally escapes um, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah. Every time he would feel faltering and there would be forces on the outside, Terrence would be the one person saying, it's okay, you've got this, in his yeah. James Earl Jones voice. And how can you hear those words and that voice and not go, oh, well, of course I've got this. Yeah, that okay, <laughs> you know? So that's my favorite character. Now let's... um. Let me James stop Earl Jones is classic Hollywood. Oh, he is. He's Hollywood royalty. Oh, and it just anything he does, it just is gold. I don't think he's ever made a bad movie. Oh no, he hasn't ever. Even if it was just his voice. We and, wanted um, to we wanted to play this the speech. We all know the speech. But we were worried about copyright. So uh, if you want to listen to him do the speech after we're done, just um, um, search it on YouTube and you can yeah, hear Yeah, it's if you search Field of Dreams. And also, for those that came in late, uh, I'd like to say, if you've never been able to go to the Field of Dreams, Google Maps has some wonderful pictures. If you go to the Field of Dreams, put the address in, and then use the street view. You can actually walk the bases and you can stand up on the front porch next to the swing. So uh, that's another good thing. Now, 
Cricket, I have some pictures here you sent me. Which one do you want first? Um, do, do Frank. Do the young, the young Doc Graham. All right. The young doctor, which his storyline is just fantastic, too. Um, and I had to do a little, little, little back reading on that to where... Um, this was this was Frank Whaley who played the young Dark Graham, and that was true about what they did to to get work and things. You would work, you know, in the area and then play ball at night, and and everything. And Moonlight Graham was an actual ball player, so and and he only got he never got a hit, so he got in the game, did but that was it. Did the nickname Moonlight come because he was moonlighting as a baseball player? Do you know what? I do not know, to be honest. It I makes sense, though, doesn't it? it? It would. It would. It would make a lot of sense because he was a doctor. Yeah, know. and that's very possible. And he moonlighted, moonlights as a ball player. Moonlighter, then, yeah. Yeah. But then, of course, you want to pop the other one up, Mr. Lancaster. All right. Give me just a second here. Do a little video tap dancing. We'll talk about another Hollywood royalty, which he's no longer with us. But Costner, Dave says, Costner joins the layout to work so well together. It makes the movie a must-see. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Right. Nope, that's right. Leave Dwyer there. But um, you'll notice my um, my where my name is. Ain't that one I have a catch? I think that's one of the other p pivotal points. <coughs> that's actually one of the signs in the gift shop at... Um, the field of dreams they have a gift shop there and when you walk in they've got the quotes from the movie all over the place and one of the wooden signs it's burned in and it says hey dad want to have a catch i saw an interview with him and he said people will actually just say to him hey dad do you want to have a catch and he says i'll have a catch with them he says i'll i'll even if it's a wadded up piece of paper and he said, they'll just talk to me for a few minutes and everything. And um, one day, I'm sorry, guys, this weather's really. If you hear a whistling in the background, again, that is the wind for Cricket. She is in a winter windstorm down in southern Australia. And. Um, but Dwyer, Dwyer tells, his real name is Dwyer, um, Dwyer Brown. But he says he has a son, and they were there at the field one day, and he, and his son went up to him and said, "Dad, you played catch with everybody but me." Oh, wow! So they had a catch. But how many of us <laughs> yearn? How many of us yearn for that? You know, that one more moment. One more moment. Yeah. And right. I don't have a picture of uh, Mr. Leota. Um, 
No, we didn't pull one of right. We should. I didn't think we didn't, pull one. but he is Hollywood royalty. Um, I don't think I ever saw him in a bad movie either. Um, along with Kevin Costner. I mean, they got wonderful people. Didn't you say to me though that there were other people who were considered for different roles? Uh, yeah, get this. Robin Williams was considered for the role of um Ray Kinsella. <laughs> But okay, and how hysterical is that? But the director made the comment. He said, "I know." He says, "I know." Robin would hear the voices, and I didn't want that. Yeah, he said I wanted somebody who could play it to where they would really question their sanity. Yeah, you, you, you know that that. Wait a minute, am I really? Yeah. Whereas my Robin Williams would have been, oh, okay, I gotta build it. All right, you know, yeah. But 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 to flip that on its head in the moment, how hysterical some of the outtakes would have been. <laughs> yeah, you know, think about it for just a second. You know, some of those outtakes would have been. But just then again, we did strange. talk about that Robin Williams has the ability to be such a dark actor too he did that one hour photo and uh he was very uh very evil <laughs> in that movie that i haven't seen it but i scary i've seen the previews for it i've seen some clips of it yes very scary movie so robin did have the the capacity but i can see he wanted somebody more like costner costner is like the the man next door um, he's yeah, like your yeah. next door neighbor. He has got that. He can play that, that farmer's innocence. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know what I mean by that. I know exactly what he, you mean by that. He, he's got um, that simple. Simple, he, not slow, very intelligent, but simple, but uncomplicated. Simple. That's it. That's the word. Yeah. That's the word. Very uncomplicated, but wait a minute, I'm hearing a voice, you know. Uh, it was the same thing in Robin Hood when Cosner was in Robin Hood. He played Robin Hood as very uncomplicated, uh, loyal to a fault. And there, Morgan Freeman was in that one with him and Morgan yeah. Freeman, yet another wonderful actor. And he's from my hometown, so. Talking about a quick side story with Morgan Freeman. If I ever get the chance, I have to say thank you to Morgan Friedman for teaching me to read. Why? Because he was on the, the electric show, company. The electric company. Yes. And that's how I learned. That's how I learned. He was such a comforting, he always is. But yeah, and, and especially in Robin Hood, he was that way too. Loyal to a fault, very calm. There, There is no crisis. And when Morgan Freeman or James Earl Jones are in the room, you're just like, Oh, there's there's no crisis. Even if he's on the dark side, he's Darth Vader. It's handled. Everything's handled. Yeah. We're fine, you know. And Kevin Costner has, but yeah, that simplicity of character. There's there's no drama. He knows what he wants. He sets his eyes forward and he does what he's told. And uh, it takes him a while to accept what he's told to do. But after that, you know, and I mean, speculate on what the voice was. Was the voice a 
a, was the voice God? Was the voice um, a spirit? You know, there. a higher power? Um, was it my own head screwing with me? Well, <laughs> no. I think by the end of the movie, you figure out it wasn't because, you know, the players are there. The people come to see them play, you know, and um, then sadly, Doc steps off the field to save you know, the daughter. The daughter. And I think I would have been the same thing too. I would have panicked because he couldn't he couldn't go back. He couldn't go back. There was but, no but going had, but, back. But he had that dream though. He got he got the experience that yeah. hit and Doc and that was all Doc wanted and he was happy with it. Yeah. And, you know, he got that was the thing more than it anything. all comes back to the nickname. He was moonlighting. I, I honestly, the more I think about that, the more it just feels so right that his nickname Moonlight was because, well, because he, was, he was a doctor, a doctor first and then and he was a baseball second. player. And, um, oh, to have that kind of clarity on what's important. You know? Oh, exactly. And it, the exactly. selflessness of knowing that because he was a doctor, because of his oath to preserving life, that he had to give up his own dreams to okay, save Dre. somebody else. Dre's got a puppy walking. And oh, yeah, yeah. Take your puppy it. out. Got to take the puppy out. We don't want any piddles on the floor. No, <laughs> you take that puppy outside. You can go ahead and drop Dwyer's picture. Anytime. Oh, okay. Okay. But I think that's that, they're at the end of the movie where Ray, you know, where where he's taken John's taking his stuff off and he realizes that's his dad. And you know, I probably would have passed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going, holy cow, you know. Yeah. But yeah. to get to see him and just to have that one moment, that one, one more, one more moment, yeah. And um, I think the movie provided for a lot of us that one more mo moment, that closure, that ending oh, that we need. You you're know, not, if you're not sobbing. By the time when the line comes up, hey, dad, like, yeah. come on. And you I know? don't care what Tom Hanks says, you can cry at baseball. <laughs> I've, I've yeah. seen some grown men cry yes. over games. So, yeah, you, you can cry at baseball. That's that's quite all right. Speaking of baseball, uh, quick, quick uh, shout out to one of our uh, most esteemed supporters pete mcdevitt's doing the dodgers and the giants tonight so uh you know when we're done hop over there the game will still be going on because he just came on so telly pearl and i sent you yeah tell him the manhattan fox hour sent you over he uh he's done so much for promoting us and putting our stream out there and everything such a great yeah, guy. Yeah, Dave says when concert season father concert sets Leota, that was the boys. That that the boys was him and Leota said, no, it was you. Oh, yeah, goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, that, that, that's another, that's another goosebumps moment. And it just goes to, oh, there he is. He just went live. P. McDevitt show Dodgers and Giants. So he just went live. So the game is just starting. So, um, and that just, that, that ties in with uh, what is your field of dreams? You can make anything happen. You want to happen. Um, like me going to Disney World in three weeks. <laughs> Sorry, I said I wasn't going to talk about it anymore. No, um, I, I, I tease Pearl because because I, I said, look, I hate you, but I love you in the same sense. So, but yeah. I get to live vicariously through her. Oh, you will. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you some souvenirs. So I'm gonna do a lot I'm, of videos as I'm landlocked. I don't know for how much longer here. So. But that's a whole nother show in itself. So um, I, I, I like the fact that they had the little humor. They had little dots of humor sprinkled, you know, throughout it. And the uh, the wife, Amy Madigan, is sitting on the stairs. And, and she says, I had a dream about you. And uh, <coughs> he, he, he goes... And she describes about Venway and everything. And he says, I had the same dream. And, you know, that that's her aha moment. Yeah. I think in the movie where, where they get her. I like the fact that they didn't. Yeah, Barb, I definitely agree. Karki, yeah, I love the sense of closure the movie gives. Absolutely. It, it's, um. Well, it's a yeah. well-written movie. It's a well done movie in every sense of the word it's it's a classic it's timeless and uh well kevin had just finished filming bull durham and the director was really he wanted kevin for this movie and um kevin said and he told this story in an interview he got the director kept um really yanking his chain around and everything and he says look he says i'm gonna go do this movie he said you can call me when i'm i'll call you when i'm done he went off to feel the dreams come back called this director said yep let's get it done and um so, it it doesn't her, hurt her, that cosner is a, a big baseball Pearl, fan anyway Karki says you're allowed to the occasional outburst. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, it's um, all I can do not to grab my my backpack that I bought and wave that around. And but no, I'll save that for my show tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. But uh, anyway, okay. So let me check our show notes here. And uh, we were we were talking earlier. Uh, if, if, if you build it. Yes. No, no. If, and even Ray Liotta has uh, in an interview, um, said no, it's, oh, by the way, did you know Ray Liotta has never seen the finished product of a field of dreams? I think you told me something about that. His mom was sick. Yeah. And, and not well during that time, passed away not long after. So he has never seen it because just, it's a reminder. Yeah. To, and, to about. and we we tend to shy away from things that remind us of our times, you know. Um, I, 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 I want to take a sidestep for just a second. Yeah. We were talking about Robin Williams earlier. 
he's done a movie called, and it's not, I'm not even sure if it's out there, but it's called What Dreams May Come. Yes, I love it, that movie. It talked about, you want a whole box of tissues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. this one, because. With me and my mental health it, conditions, gonna, with my PTSD and the anxiety and depression and everything, that movie, I identify with it an awful lot. And I understand it. It, it. it will take you to hell and back. Literally. Literally. That Literally. I can't watch it. I, I can't watch it very often. I know it's out there, but it just, it, it gets you to kind of get rid of everything and, yeah. and forces you to, at it's least a, for me, to deal with mm -hmm. some of those demons that you try to keep away for as long as possible. To and, sit in those uncomfortable feelings and know that you're okay, but you can experience those those uncomfortable feelings in a comfortable place, um, a safe place. And uh, that's a lot of what my therapy is, my treatment is for my CPTSD is learning to sit in uncomfortable feelings and be okay with, with feelings I may not really want to feel. Um, the anxiety, the depression, uh, sadness, things like that. So, but yeah, what okay. dreams may come. Um, I, I don't recommend anybody just go watch it, but, uh, nah, nah, you, because you, you, it's, it's a hard movie to watch, but Robin Williams is brilliant in that movie. Yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah, it, it is. It's a hard one to, to do, but it, it it's out there, but you've got to be in the right. I guess my advice for this movie is you got to be in the right headspace. Yeah. And I would say that with Field of Dreams too. Yeah. Um, you got to be in the right headspace for it too. Um, but it's not as heavy. As, as no, what, it's what not as heavy now. as what Dreams Are Coming. It, it's not as heavy, but and I think it's, it's, it's the, because, closer, the closure factor. Because the way Kevin Costner plays that lead character the simplicity of character um the he knows he's not going crazy you know um whereas in what dreams may come you're not sure what the truth is yeah yeah that's just, yeah <laughs> you know, that's just it you and can't trust anything but in in field of dreams you can trust everything it's all going to be okay you know um now, if you if okay if you were going to cast Field of Dreams and you could cast anybody, who are you going to cast as the lead? I would leave it exactly as it is because I think the, the director made amazing choices with who he chose. I really, really, um, I, I think he did an excellent job with the casting, honestly. I, I wouldn't change the thing. I, that, was just, that, that was just an off the, off the, you know, spur of the moment. Yeah, yeah. No, not a problem. Quite question on that one. So, how, much, how much do you understand about baseball? I understand the basics. I mean, I've grown up watching baseball. Uh, I have a uh, 
a spectator's point of view, something that I've noticed lately that seems to be a trend. I wanted to talk to you about it because you are the statistician. I am the musician. She is the she is the statistician. But um, I've noticed a lot of videos coming across my feed about pitchers having some kind of okay. substance. Yeah, sometimes they will have have something sticky. Or, or tucked up up their sleeve if they wear long sleeves and, and put it on the ball to get it to spin a certain way. Oh, kind of like that. with a bowling ball, how you twist it with your wrist yeah. and stuff yeah. and how tight the fingers are have a lot yeah. to do. Okay, so they put the and, sticky and stuff so they can throw it kind, harder kind of or... Grip it, yeah. But oh, there's also okay. certain ways that, like, like there's... Where am I here? A knuckleball. Like and... a knuckleball. And it's all in how you hold it. Yeah. You know, and, and things like that. And it um sometimes that can get you into trouble. And other times, you know. Well, my, my experience with baseball is more softball. And in elementary school, they decided to make me the catcher. Because I said, I can't throw a ball. And I can't hit a ball. They said, okay, you can be the catcher. That's easy. So <laughs> they put me behind the, the batter, you know, and I've got my glove. And wouldn't you know it, the ball would hit the ground, bounce past the glove, and catch me in the chin every time. So luckily, I got to play way, way, way left field. <laughs> And when I couldn't get the ball then, because the grass was hip deep, they made me the water boy. Okay. <laughs> so I... I'm, a, I'm an excellent cheerleader. I understand the scoreboard and everything like that. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and I understand what an error, what a foul and all that stuff. I mean, I, I enjoy, there's nothing more satisfying than sitting in the stands of our farm team because we have the Mariners, but they're up in Seattle. We have their farm team. I don't know what okay. what they the B team or whatever they call them. Probably the Triple A team. Okay, uh, we have uh, Shaney Stadium here, and we have the Rainiers, and it's okay. the farm team. When you screw up on the Mariners, they send you, or you're injured, they send you down here to the Rainiers to play for a couple weeks until you get your act together. Yeah. But there's nothing more satisfying than sitting out in the stands. It costs six bucks for a ticket sometimes, and you get a beer and a hot dog and some popcorn, and you just sit there and enjoy the breeze and watch the game. There's there's nothing more satisfying than that to me. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. We used to, um, when the my first marriage and the girls were growing up, we had a local ball team and always went out and watched them play on you know, cheap tickets and yeah. we get comped and you know, or we or we travel with them if they were close and yeah, you know, we knew what the pitchers liked in in, in, in the uh, candy bucket. So yeah. we always we'd fill the candy bucket or take a couple of bags and we Oh, did y'all have we call it the left field lounge. Uh the bleachers go around to the baseline, to the first baseline, but then it's all opening grass between first uh, past the outfield about to shortstop or second base. And you can bring 
barbecue grills you can bring blankets it's just a big free-for-all picnic area yeah and you pay had, like yeah, two nice. bucks a person and you can take your ice chest or whatever and just hang out there i'm gonna check and make sure he's not coming in here hang on just a second okay all right i had to tell my son to put some shorts on we are 15 and we run this house and uh sometimes we just you know we're living the good life it would go go no not on camera go go to your room we're gonna get banned from youtube because of him holy moly okay he's back in his room now well, throw it, throw up a, throw up a hide if you have to. And all I, I, yeah, yeah. I'll. Um, oh my gosh! See, I'm embarrassed. My nose is all red now. <laughs> <laughs> God. But the, but that's, the, but that's that's, that's we just because there's some um, the Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees are actually going to play a game at Dwyerville. Um, soon. I'm not sure what the exact date is. I think it's, they've moved the game to August, I do believe. So, Well, if you are a TikTok user, uh, Field of Dreams is on TikTok. They do live videos a couple times a week. They do a lot of short videos and you just look up Field of Dreams on TikTok and uh, it's, they, they got the house and the cornfield and the field, the baseball field and everything is all one big park now um and you can go wander through the cornfield you can run the bases you can hit a ball my understanding is to the regulation field there is a pathway but you they've left corn mm -hmm. There's corn, and you can actually walk through the cornfield. Yes. Walk through the, oh, how magic would that be? There are so many TikTok videos of people walking into the cornfield, like like in the movie. And um, it's, but yeah, there's going to be a game there. Who'd you say is playing? I miss the that. Chicago White Sox, that's my boys, um, and the New York Yankees. Awesome. And Pete's keep Pete's gonna be doing that game. I know for a fact he will do that game. So and that's August? Um, sometime in August. I thought um, it was like August the twelfth. I, I wanna let say me pull up the other and unfortunately I will be on vacation in Walt Disney World. You will then, be but... in um <laughs> But my trip to Disney World, going back to the Field of Dreams movie, my trip to Disney World, um, I started thinking about this about four years ago. And we actually had a trip planned for Disneyland, but then uh, the, the nation went on lockdown here yeah, in the it, U.S. It, it, August 12th. Yeah. And uh, 12th. I gave up hope on ever going. Um Luckily, we hadn't bought any tickets or anything. And around Christmas time, I told my kids, I said, look, here's the deal. I'm going to find a way for me and my son to go to Walt Disney World. If you want to come with us, that's great. But I'm not expecting you to pay for it or anything. 
And little things happened that set other things in motion that I have been able to pay for my son and I for our airline tickets and our park tickets. And we have five-day park hopper tickets. And I've managed to do that by myself. And it just goes to show that if you build it, he will come. If you, if you see the dream, you can make it happen. And um, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to say about that. So. <laughs> hey, that's like I said, I, that's okay. You know, I have, am having to watch a lot of streaming because we're over here right now. We're shut down and I, I, we can't even leave the state. Yeah. Well, so. we're, we're, uh, I know in my state here in Washington state, they're going back to, uh, they're talking about mask mandates again, uh, <laughs> which my son and I have, have been wearing masks anyway. Uh, yeah. And we plan to take them and wear them at Walt Disney world too. Uh, but we have the Delta variant going around in yeah, our, in the USA. And uh we're not done no. with this. A lot of people, no. they said we're going to have several peaks. And a lot of people thought those peaks were all last fall. Um, no. no, this is going to be with us for a while. And we need to learn to adapt and live with it. Um, yeah, we've, but, got the, we've got the Delta variant here. S Sydney's in another four-week lockdown. Don't give up hope. I'm not saying that you'll be in the clear this year. But I do see it clearing up for you. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm. Don't give up hope. Just put your head down and get through it, and we will. I haven't. I haven't got my vaccine yet. It's not that I. I'm not a non-vaxxer. I have to get it. I've got health conditions. I've got to have it. I just kind of waiting for the lull a little bit. Yeah, if that sounds. Well, you, you know, don't leave your house. You don't no. have people over. Um, there are, you know, you're, you're doing all the right things we and, um, I think the vaccine is a wonderful idea. My son can't get the vaccine because of his autism. Uh, we can't get a needle near him. Um, it would take sedating him and putting him in four ways to get the needle in his arm. Uh, but in the same respect, we don't leave the house. Yeah. So, um, you know, I have nothing against the vaccine either. I am, I'm, I, I guess I'm an odd duck because I am an autism parent, but I am pro vaccinations because uh, the last thing I need is a case of measles and a case of polio on top of the autism. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm um, pro vax. And uh, thank you guys anyway. for letting us waffle <laughs> about our love of the movie. Um, we appreciate we it. That was we thought that was fitting. We need to do a little bit of housekeeping here. Um, yes. Pearls, as you know, Pearls going on holidays. Um, are you going to have any shows to upload while you're? Will you have any shows that? To I'm working on a show. Or? I'm working on a show to premiere, uh, to schedule. Um, okay. To go off because the the Wednesday the eleventh I will be long gone. Well, I'll be the plane will be taking off about the same time I would usually go live. So I will have a show, uh, a video 
go off then scheduled. Um, and that's, that's all that's going to be affected. Then the win the Tuesday I get back the next day is my show. So, uh, that's, okay. that's all that'll be going on with me. Um, the next show, um, <laughs> thank you. Kirky. This is what we're like all the time though. And we were discussing uh, uh, before the uh, show, we don't I, even I, need to turn on I, the camera. <laughs> this is what we I, do. I will sort of be here, but I sort of won't. Um, August 24th, I am having surgery. And that's August 24th for me. That's a Tuesday. So that's Monday for you guys. Um, how I feel Wednesday morning, um, I might pop in just for a quick hello and to give you an update. Um, we're just going to have to see, which is what I'm planning on doing at this point to... Um, just to check in and let you guys know how everything went. So um, we've got a show in the works, which will be a little bit different, but I will definitely be back on board in September. And for that August show, uh, I will have a very special co-host with me, Jesse, whether or not for, with Jesse. Uh, and she will be my co-host. We'll be talking about severe weather and uh tornadoes survival and thunderstorms and survival at disney in severe weather and uh hurricanes I'll, I'll be adding a little bit about that because i will have been down there in the beginning of hurricane season and so uh jesse and i will have a great show for you uh i'm excited to have her as a co-host uh it's going to be a lot of fun and if you don't know jesse It'll be a good chance for you to get to know her. She's somebody we met at Pete McDevitt's stream also. Yeah. So you'll see, see Jesse in the um, Pete's baseball streams. Yep. So um, I'm just see. checking out my notes here. Yep. I just looked at my notes. Do we have any special uh, prayer requests, thoughts and prayers, comments? questions anything like that from our chat we do appreciate you being here if you're watching the replay and you have questions concerns or prayer requests hashtag replay squad um, you, down you in the comments up on you can hit us up on instagram too dm us if you you know want to keep it private um we're always around we're always chatting literally every day pretty much so in, we'll in just, Instagram, where we will sit and here we'll, and turn on the camera, and yeah, that's it. We'll sit, we'll and not sit and both work. You know, we're just kind of there. You know, oh, we you might. motivate me so much, Cricket. I have to say, there are so many projects that I have completed that probably would never have gotten done if you hadn't called me and I sat up at my desk and went, well, I need to do something. I may as well finish this. And so you, you motivate me so much. And of course well, we're going to keep goes both ways. <laughs> we're going to so. keep you in our prayers and uh, surgery. Surgery is not a complicated thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a very routine thing. Yep. And you're going to come out of it swinging I'm they um I had a checkup with the um they sent me to the high risk team and what the high risk team is is they give you a physical mini physical to make sure you're okay and can handle surgery and they put a pause on my surgery because of my blood pressure 
So we've been working on getting my blood pressure squared away and better, which I need to take after we get off here. And um, they emailed the, the doctor, the cardiologist yesterday. They're like, oh, no, we want to do on August 10th. And I had an immediate panic attack. And the doctor could hear me panicking. And she says, hang on. She says, I'm going to email them back right now and tell them no, August 24th. Yep. And as I explained to the doctor, I said, that is today. I said, I need it to be August 24th for me because that is the day I'm comfortable with. That is the date that's in my head. I'm preparing for, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. No surprises. You know, no surprises. And there's nothing wrong with asking for that. And, and I said, that's going to make, you know, <coughs> it, we'll, we'll know for sure that I can do that. You, you, you know, Phil's not going to be able to come and visit because we're going to keep him in his bubble. But mm -hmm. there'll be, you know, plenty of phone calls, plenty of. Well, you know, and you have a laptop now and a tablet. I've got a lap, a tablet. So um, you'll be able to, you can call me on Instagram. You can yeah. email me, you know, whatever. And we might even get you in StreamYards and get you on the show. Absolutely. That's All right, plan. guys, we got to wrap up and get out of here. Pete's doing a baseball game, the Giants and the Dodgers. Dodgers. Dodgers and the Giants. That's his team, isn't it? The Dodgers. He's a. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Ball. He's. Baltimore Orioles. Oh, he's an Orioles fan. That's right. He doesn't like Orioles the Dodgers. Fan. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a late game. game. Yeah. No, All right, it, guys. It, you have been game. amazing in the chat. Cricket, you have been an amazing co-host yet again. There we go. <laughs> there we Thank go. Thank you, as always. Mwah. Mwah. All right, guys. Yeah, you I take it you. easy. Thanks, Dave. We hope you'll come back and visit with us again. We love the new kids in town. You guys just have an extraordinary life. That's all you got to do. Or I've got a new one for you. Take a moment and just blow your own damn mind. If you don't have family, you got family now. I'm your new mom. Drink your water. Take your meds. Get a good night's sleep. And eat your vegetables. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Take care. You've been listening to the Manhattan Fox Hour Field of Dreams with your hosts, Pearl Manhattan and Cricket Fox. If you enjoyed our podcast, please make sure to give us a like or subscribe and tune in next month. Thanks for listening.